Fasting is one of the means for our growth and sanctification. Welcome to the audio blog of JP Cross Ministries. Our goal is to glorify God by simplifying seminary-level biblical content and making it real through practical application to the everyday Christian. For more information, please visit our website at www.jpcross.org where you can also find the transcript of this article. We pray you will be built up in the Lord Jesus Christ as you listen. Article title, New Year, New Discipline, Fasting. Fasting is the most puzzling of all disciplines for Christians. In today's world, it is seen primarily as a means to lose weight. The latest buzz about intermittent fasting has definitely piqued the interests of people all over the world. However, for a Christian, fasting, like praying, should be a discipline for sanctification and godliness. Fasting in the Bible Fasting is one of the oldest practices in the Bible. Most often, it was a means to humble oneself before the Lord. There are numerous instances of people fasting, including Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 6, David, 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 16, Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 3, Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4, Esther, Esther chapter 4, verse 16, Daniel, Daniel chapter 9, verse 3, the people of Nineveh, Jonah chapter 3, verses 5 to 8, and many others. However, there is no greater example than Jesus when he spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting in the wilderness. Matthew chapter 4, verse 2. His disciples also fasted after Jesus' ascension. Acts chapter 13, verses 2 and 3. Chapter 14, verse 23. If the Bible has so many examples of fasting, then why are Christians so confused about it? and sometimes even averse to this discipline. How many of us know fellow Christians who fast regularly? How often is there a sermon in our churches about the need to fast and the ways to fast? Unless you're doing it to lose weight, it seems like a ridiculous idea to deny oneself food in today's world when instant gratification and self-indulgence is the norm. However, Fasting is one of the things that Jesus expects us to do as his followers for our growth and sanctification. Jesus expects we will fast. Christians will agree that they are expected, in fact required, to pray regularly and also give regularly. We know this because Jesus himself said so. Matthew 6 is a favorite passage for everyone when it comes to these disciplines. Jesus teaches us about how to pray and how to give by contrasting what the hypocrites do with what the Father truly desires. He first addresses the practice of giving, and in verses 2 and 3, he said, When you give to the poor. He didn't say, If you give to the poor. That is, Jesus assumed that his followers would give to the poor. And when they do, They were expected to give in the way Jesus taught them. 
Similarly, when it comes to praying, Jesus spoke about it in the same way in verses 5 through 7. When you pray, and not if you pray. Again, Jesus expected his followers to pray, and in fact, he gave us the Lord's Prayer to help us pray. In the same chapter, in verses 16 and 17, Jesus said, When you fast. He said it in the same way as he did about giving and praying. Jesus is teaching us how to fast unlike the hypocrites. Similar to his teaching about giving and praying, Jesus expects that we will fast and that we will fast as the Father desires. We cannot choose to ignore Jesus' teaching on fasting when we accept his teaching on giving and praying. Another clear passage where Jesus expects his followers to fast is found in Matthew chapter 9, verses 14 through 15. At Matthew's house, when the disciples of John the Baptist asked Jesus why his disciples did not fast, he said that as long as the bridegroom, Jesus, is with them, there is no need to fast. However, when the bridegroom is taken from them, then they will fast. The bridegroom was taken away from us in his ascension. He is now seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven. And now is the time for his followers to fast, as he said they will. But how exactly do we fast? What are the things we should do or not do? How do we fast? Before we discuss how to fast, let us look at what fasting is. Fasting is typically understood as abstinence from a particular desire or need. We may give up different things including food, TV, social media, etc. While these may be helpful and even legitimate abstinences, the Bible considers fasting primarily with respect to food. It is a believer's voluntary abstinence from food for spiritual purposes. It is voluntary and for spiritual purposes. First of all, fasting should have a purpose. Without a purpose, it becomes an exercise in testing one's willpower. It will be something one simply endures. Without a purpose, fasting can be compared to running a race without a finish line. Secondly, fasting without a spiritual purpose does not produce godliness. The hunger we feel during our fast should remind us of our purpose in fasting and consequently push us to seek God. We can see many purposes of fasting in the Bible. However, none of them are to earn God's favor. There is nothing we can do to manipulate God. Our works are filthy rags before Him. Isaiah chapter 64 verse 6 Jesus is the only one who lived a perfect life and paid the debt we owed for our sins. In Him alone we are found acceptable before God. His righteousness is our righteousness. We fast for various reasons, but not to earn our way into God's grace. Fasting can be practiced for the following reasons. Number 1. To strengthen prayer. Ezra chapter 8 verse 23, Daniel chapter 9 verse 3, Acts chapter 13 verse 3. It does not twist God's arm, but it intensifies our desire. Number 2. To seek God's guidance. Judges chapter 20 verse 26, Acts chapter 14 verse 23. 
It helps us to be more receptive. Number three, to express grief. 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 34. 2 Samuel chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. Number four, to seek deliverance or protection from God. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 3 and 4. Esther chapter 4, verse 16. What would it look like if we first fasted in light of imminent adversity? Number five, to express repentance and return to God. 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 6. Joel chapter 2, verse 12. Jonah chapter 3, verses 5 through 8. Number six, to humble oneself before God. 1 Kings chapter 21, verses 27 to 29. Psalm 35, verse 13. Just as kneeling or prostrating in prayer. Number seven, to express concern for the work of God. Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 to 7. Daniel chapter 9, verse 3. Number eight, to minister to the needs of others. Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 through 7. Share your food with someone who cannot afford it. Number nine, to overcome temptation and dedicate oneself to God. Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Fasting can teach us to fight the desires of our flesh. Number 10, to express love and worship to God. Luke chapter 2, verse 37. Anna expressed her love for God through fastings and prayer. John Piper said, What we hunger for most, we worship. How often should we fast? The Bible does not give us instructions on how often we should fast. However, as explained above, God expects us to fast on a regular basis. It is up to the individual to discern how often he or she should fast. Note, please seek medical advice before fasting to ensure no adverse effects. How long should we fast? The Bible does not give us instructions on how long we should fast either. However, as noted above, there are many examples of fasts in the Bible. People have fasted for one day or part of a day. Three days, seven days, 14 days, 21 days, 40 days, and unspecified duration. Again, it is up to the individual to discern how long he or she should fast. A common practice is to fast one day once a month and to dedicate that time for a spiritual purpose. We should fast. We need endurance to run the race that is set before us. And we cannot do it if we are easily entangled with the things of this world. Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. We have to deny the natural desires of our flesh so we can set our eyes on spiritual things. Fasting is a discipline that God has given to help us achieve this. As we begin the new year, let us include fasting as a regular spiritual discipline in order to seek the things that are above rather than the things that are on the earth. Colossians chapter 3 verse 2. Thank you for listening. 
visit us at www.jpcross.org where you can find the transcript of this article and more information about us and the work we do. If you want to get in touch, email us at info at jpcross.org. Until next time, let us grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ.